Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Welcome to another episode. It's Rob Riles welcoming you along. Now, today I'm really fortunate and I'm really happy actually, particularly at this time. I've got two two contemporaries of mine, um, one in the United States of America, whose day is just about to start or probably get into the main bit and um, another one who's uh, in the UK the same as myself and um, the two people I'm talking about are Keith and David Mayer who are both friends of mine and they're both football coaches and they're both authors amongst many other things in life so Keith and David welcome to the podcast. Thank you Rob. Um, the reason I wanted to uh, to get you guys on I know Keith we've chatted before and we kind of chat you know, blind, we can chat for England, me, me and you, I know that. But the reason I wanted to get you on, um, you've got a book out that I know is taking the coaching world by storm. I've never seen a book out with so many reviews from some eminent people. Um, I've obviously had a look at it myself and, and, and read it. And um, I've said to you before, Keith, it's um, what I felt about it. But, I'll, you know, I want you to talk about it, really. And um, mm-hmm. so... Um, yeah, and I just want to talk a little bit about the current situation. So, as we, as we, just as an introduction, as we, as we kind of get into the podcast, that in the current situation we are under a few restrictions due to the COVID nineteen virus. Um, so, if you're listening to this outside of that, um, you can kind of relate to the time zone. Um, and we're all in a strange situation: the fact that football's not not functioning as it was, and many people are restricted in activities. So. Perhaps just for yourself, David, first over in, in the United States, um, just tell us a little bit about you um, so the listeners have got an idea of who you are, David, and, and then perhaps a little bit about the current situation, if you, you want to give us your view on that, and then we'll, we'll perhaps go over to Keith and then come back and talk about the book for the main bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm an uh, ex-player. I, I played um, and, and retired really young. Uh, retired at 25 due to injury um, was my, mine and my dad's path were very similar in in regards to the way that it went and um, 25 stop playing and, and what's next what do I do um, I'd already been coaching at that point I'd been coaching for probably probably about seven or eight years um, just as and it was just as a hobby and as well as that whenever I was home I would always be spending time around my dad's uh, going to 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 watch him, to to spend time with him, and and that was really from as young as I can remember. And um, so extremely fortunate to to have had that opportunity and uh, and to have learned from my dad. And uh, like I said, when I stopped playing, I I went into it was what do I do? And I, I went into coaching. So I've been full time coaching now for probably close to four years. Um, Moved over to the States, uh, got a, a big, big visa over in America in November 2019. And so I'm in, I'm actually in Salt Lake City and um, really enjoying it. Uh, I, 
enjoying the experience, um, learning a lot, and then obviously the, the the different cultures, the different people that you meet within the game is. Um, I don't think you get those opportunities in in many other fields. Um, and the the club that I'm I'm currently working at, we we are based in Salt Lake City, like I've mentioned. We're based in the UK and we're based in Tanzania. Um, wow. So I've I've also spent time in Africa as well, and that was probably the most humbling experience I've ever had. Um, so at, I'm I'm 28 now. Uh, I've coached on very lucky to coach on four continents and, and I've already met some fantastic people and uh, I'm just looking forward to, to learning more and, and growing more and, and helping people. Um, so I've very close to finishing my A license. That was actually supposed to be finished within the next month or so. Um, but like you've mentioned, Rob, there's, there are more important things going on in the world right now. Um, I think football takes a back step. And, and rightly so, it takes a back step, as does as does everything else in life. Um, with what's going on, um, human life and and the greater good of the people is more important than a game. It's more important than um, any any sport. It's more important than jobs for me. I, I think yeah. it's unprecedented. I I've certainly never seen anything like this. I I, I don't know if anybody else has. Uh, maybe maybe an older generation yeah how, how is that um how how is it impacting you personally and your work at the moment david just so people perhaps have got a, something you know to see in the states how, how, it, how it is because obviously over here i know a lot of people are shut down and frustrated and, and trying to do things online as best they can you know with a positive approach so how is it for you yeah it's i think we're um i'd say we're a couple of weeks behind uh, behind the UK, I know some parts of the US have been hit very, very bad. But in Utah, it's not as bad right now. Uh, we are at a, we have a stay-at-home order, so you only go out for essential travel um, or essential work. Yeah, and um, so it, it affects the job from from a regard that we we can't go on the grass. Um, but one thing I, I would say is. And, and in Chinese, the word crisis actually has two meanings. It actually has the meaning that we know, which is crisis, and it has the meaning of opportunity. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love that. So for us, yeah, it's it, there's a there is, and it is. Is it a crisis? Absolutely, it is. Um, but there is also opportunity Always. within that for us to, Always, yeah. as coaches, to learn. There's also opportunity for. Um, I know for for me and and for the club that I'm at, we are we're doing a lot of of stuff over online. We're doing a lot of at home programs, at home curriculums. We do Zoom calls. We, we check in with the, the players and see how they're doing. So um, I actually had a, a conversation with, with one of the coaches that I mentored the other day and and I, I asked her how she's getting on and her reply was, I'm enjoying it because I've learned so many new things yeah. about my players that I never knew before now. Wow, brilliant. And, Fantastic. And I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So there are, there are opportunities. Um, I think the, the main thing is that especially when you, you're stuck at home, is that you keep your mind occupied. Yeah, yeah. Just just a quick one I want to go back to, David, because I'm, I always ask this question and I'm always interested. You transition from playing to coaching. Obviously, mm -hmm. you're out there, you're 25, you're like all of us when we're that age, you know, you're strong and you're physical and you're taking the world on and you're in your, you know, I think all of us maybe 
don't let me assume, please don't let me assume, but we're in that warrior mode of life where we kind of, you know, we we enjoy that physical ability that we've got and, mm-hmm. and that. How, how was the the transition from playing to coaching? Obviously, you talked about an injury, which often means there's a there's an adversity factor there. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything about that particular time that was difficult or it was an easy decision? What was it for you? Uh, it, there was no choice. I had I had no choice. It was, I'd had... From from the age of sixteen, I think I had seven surgeries, um, different right. different types of okay. surgeries. So I I faced the adversity for for many years. Um, and at at twenty five, I was actually I was in I'd played in England, I'd played in Spain, I'd been in the US, and um, if if it wasn't for my injuries, I, I was was going to be one of the the top uh, draft picks in the MLS and actually had an injury leading up to that and I ended up moving home um, and had an opportunity to play at home and it was actually in the off season of 2017 I was doing my B license and struck a ball and I, I my dad was there I felt my I felt something in my hip and I said to my dad there's, there's something not right here and within within two days uh, we'd seen seen the specialist and that was it. I, I, the specialist said, "Look, there's a chance you might play, but we don't know." And I've three years. I've never played since, and uh, it's difficult. There's times, even now, because I have a lot of good friends that are playing at a high level, and as part, of, I look at it and go, "I wish, I wish, I could still play." And and I truly, truly believe that if it wasn't for the injuries, I'd have, I would have been able to yeah. play at a high level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I gave a lot to it and. And I was willing to do whatever it, it took to get to that. Um, but the nice, the nice thing is that I'm still the coaching from a coaching standpoint. I'm still involved in the game, and of course, yeah. Even though I would, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything that compares to to being on the field and playing. It's no, the next no. thing. I was just reading uh, yesterday, saying exactly that, saying coaching is the next best thing to playing, but it's not yeah. the same. But it is the next best thing. So. You know, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a coach as well, I, I mean, the the one thing as a player, you can obviously add value to people watching. Yeah, but it's I think that's indirect. I think as a coach, you can actually directly impact people, people yeah. that you're working with. You can actually impact their lives. Yeah. Okay, so Keith, you we're in the UK, um, obviously. You know, I want to come on to your relationship in a minute, you two. Um, because it's uh, it's a new it's a new one for the industry. I think I don't know anybody else I can relate to who's um, done what you've done. Um, and um, you must be immensely proud of him. I know you are. You might not say it on on this platform, but obviously um, I know you are because um, you know you, you. Every time I speak to you, you'll say you know I'll say how's David and say he's doing this, he's doing that, and um, it's wonderful to hear. Um, a Keith. So what he's in terms of the COVID nineteen and you. Um, how are you dealing with it, uh, my friend? And um, how is it impacting kind of your your kind of club environment and so on? Yeah, it is. It, it, we're in uncharted waters here, uh, and I think you know we we really don't know the direction we're we're going in. We know we're going in a di- direction, but I don't believe anybody's got specific answers to the questions that each and every one of us are asking. Yeah. When's it going to end? So what do we do to fill the void? What do we do to fill the gaps in between from now through to when the ball starts to move? Yeah. And I think we need to we need to be very careful of how we 
uh, adopt and endorse specific things on players, programs, and you know, I'm very fortunate where I'm on a. I work at Liverpool Football Academy as a part-time coach, and the the the, the, the club's very supportive, as are many other clubs around the country, and you know, both in grassroots and in the professional game around the world. But I think we need to be careful because uh, we don't know the situations each and every one of them are living in. No, they might be living in high-rise flats, and we're asking them to do things with the ball. We don't know what the the neighbourhoods like. We don't even we don't even know at times whether they've got a ball. Yeah, yeah. We equally don't know about the parent situation as well. So, you know, there there'll be all sorts of uh, social interactions taking place, Rob. Which, you know, if you're cocooned in an area because we're in a lockdown situation, it's going to bring out different characteristics of people. Yes, and. Uh, you know, there could be parental, uh, sorry, marital issues, and that there obviously affects and impacts mm. the the way we want our players. Or when I say we, I'm not specifically saying Liverpool Football Club, but as coaches, we've got to be mindful of those scenarios. Yeah. They're in there, they're out there, and then we've got to live with it as well. Mm. So. I'm finding, I personally am finding it, it's bliss. I, I, I had a good friend of mine who's in the game full time and he, he rang me up uh, last Sunday, a week Sunday gone. And the question he posed was, you know, it was a very simple one, was how are you? And it was a lovely morning, lovely Sunday morning. I'm on a brisk walk. I said, you know, I feel calm. I'm actually calm and it feels there's an element of peace Uh and he used the word, he said, it, it, does the word serenity sit? I said, well, <laughs> it does for me because I'm just, I'm in a, you know, I'm in a good place. Now, equally, there are, there are, there's the flip of that. And I, I just think we need to be very, we need to be calm and relax with what's taking place. We don't have to force things. If we try to force things, it creates problems. And I'm not saying there's a cure-all to it. Uh, I do think we need to put it into perspective, but we've got to go with what we have in front of mm -hmm. us and the parameters that we're in and the rules around what the what the governments are telling us to do. We need to we need to follow them. Yes, uh, yes. we have to. So, I, you know, I don't think as you know, the the clubs will openly allow players. This is my gut feeling. I might be a million miles from it, but I think we need to. We can't afford to have a player get coronavirus. It's so with that because there isn't a cure at the moment, and we're saying is we're going to be coming out within the next two to three months or so. Uh, they don't know about the lockdown. They don't even know when they're going to have a cure. No, no. I mean, you know, Keith. There's so many uh, related to what you've just said. There's so many moral questions that come added. You know, how can you? rationalise sending somebody to hospital with a football injury when they're doing everything they can to make sure there's enough beds for people with with, with this and you know there's people who are got in who've got loved ones who are um passing away that that can't actually go and spend time with them and in an environment like that it almost makes me feel like i'd be embarrassed to be on a football field i don't know i can't put it any any other way that it would almost 
I don't know. Um, maybe it's just a personal thing, and maybe it's not. It's not something that um, should be thought of by everybody by any stretch. But to to do it when when there's severe restrictions on people's normal loving behaviour, it's almost there's a, there's an element of disrespect about it. If if you if you like you say, if you're trying to force things to to get back to normal because uh, that's what you want. Um, yeah, I think what what Lucas coaches. <clears throat> excuse me, what we maybe want to be seen to be doing to justify an existence, which is which is great. But we we also have got that, as you've just said, we've got that as a moral duty to to follow not just what is right and to make things and force things. We've got to we've got to work with, you know, a bigger thing. This is bigger than going out to war. This is something that's an unseen. We don't even know what it looks like. We can't put gloves on and mm. you know go go or, or get a weapon out we don't know and so we've got to we've, we've, we've got to be respectful of what's been asked of us yeah. because we don't want to you know i don't want that experience of going into an hospital personally or or having a loved one that's going to go through that mm. uh that experience it, it it cannot be pleasant so we've got to be we've got to pay to yes. What's been asked, and if we do that, then let's get back to well. I say normal. I don't think life will ever be yeah, normal but, again. But you know, it gives us some, gives us a little bit of yeah. traction. We can then start moving again, and we just got to be patient with it. Yeah, yeah. That's all. The, the David alluded to it. We just, yeah. you know, there are things bigger than and yeah. it's bigger than football or sport, and and this is definitely one of them. Yeah, and I think there's great lessons in patience in this, Keith. I couldn't agree more. I think uh, you're absolutely right. So, David, just back to back to you again. Um, obviously, um, I've got Keith um, got a couple of great episodes on the podcast where we've really talked about some of Keith's, Keith's work. Um, just for yourself and the the listeners, what is it you're you're doing with your time at the moment? Obviously, you say you're keeping in touch with with, with keeping in touch with players and, and coaches. Are you doing anything personally for yourself in terms of your own learning? Um, anything specific, or just more of what you normally do because of the opportunity? A uh, bit of both. Um, so I'm more reading, I would say, than than normal. I, I generally read. Um, a lot anyway most mornings i'll read but i'm i'd say i'm doing <laughs> more reading um uh, i mean there's there's some great stuff that that's actually going on social media from coaches mm, there is yeah lots so of sharing yeah lots of sharing going on which is fantastic so uh, taking advantage of that uh, i'd say a little bit of networking um actually catching up with people that i might not have spoken to within the game for yeah. a while and and then uh, we're actually, my dad and I, uh, there'll be a podcast coming out. So we're in planning stage for that. Um, be over the next couple of weeks. And um, yeah, besides that, I'd just say more of, of what I was actually doing in the first place. Right. So just, yeah. I'm busy. I'm I, I'm busy and I'm, I'm making sure that I'm busy. I'm making sure that I'm keeping myself occupied because... I think for 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 most people, if you sat in a room um, and you're not allowed to go outside and you you just sat there with very little but your own thoughts, it can be it can be quite challenging. So yeah, no, a lot of reading, yeah. a lot of learning online. I'd say. Okay, great stuff. No, good to hear. Okay, right. So now we've got obviously we know who we're talking to, and um, what I want to know is uh, this year. 
yeah, it is, was it this, was this year your book came out? Or was it beginning at the end of last year, Keith? End of last year. End of last year. And um, my reaction, David, and I've not spoke to you about it, was when I'd read the book, was um, I felt like Keith was sitting here next to me, talking to <laughs> me. Right? So what I want to know is, just to go back, what interests, what really interests me is, where did the idea come from? And how did it evolve into into a book? Mm. So go on, David, you tell me, let's, let's hear from you. Yeah, so I think uh, I read, I actually read an article that, uh, that, that <coughs> a huge percentage of people actually want to write a book. And I've always had this, uh, for a long time, I always had this thing where I want to write a book. And, and um, my dad actually started writing a book 16 years ago um, that I think he got past, he did the first sentence and then he got stuck. Um, and I, I read some of it. I read, I read what he'd completed and we actually, it's funny, we used some of that in the book and there wasn't very much of it, but we used what was, um, but in, it was actually in May, uh, we'd been on a, a course together and on the way back while we were on the course, my dad and I were, were talking about, you know, what's next. There's, there's obviously there's something coming, but we're not exactly sure what it is. And on the way back, my dad called me and he said, you know, I want to write a book. Wow. And I'd had this inkling too. And I said, well, I'll, I'll do it with you. Right. And uh, it, it, it really just took off from there. We knew where we wanted it to go. We knew where, where the end goal was and what we wanted the book to be about um, in regards to the, the importance of connection and the importance of relationships within sports. Um, it was just the steps of how we get there. We we had no idea at the time. Okay. The the nearest thing I can say to you about the book to me, I remember, and I think I was probably in my early twenties, might have been late teens. I read Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Somebody said you need to read this book, and your book took me back to. Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People in Coaching. That that's what our if you had to me to put a subtitle on, I would say I would say Keith and David's Mayor, How to Inf- How to Win Friends and Influence People on a football pitch or in a football environment, because that is is how it made me feel when I when I read it. I don't know whether that's a, a compliment or not, but that's the truth of, of, of what it's about. And it I can't tell you how much it resonated with me because I can't I, I, I can't begin to tell you how much I believe personally that you know you can have 10 be good be good at football coaching 10 percent, and if you're good with people 90 percent, you've got a chance and if you're in the other way around i think it's quite a lot harder um but um just interestingly what keith or david don't mind keith you can perhaps go on this one how did you manage to um co-create the book in terms of input um how, how did that work so, so Goldust, how to become a more effective coach, uh, was really, it was free license having, you know, the agreement with with David to just let him loose. There's lots of experiences that are within the book that that come externally. So the likes of Pete Sturgis, uh, who's full time with the FA, and we got. The great legend uh, Steve Iways in there. We've got Justin Albrook, who's a legend in the rugby league. Uh, 
uh, discipline. Uh, and then we've got martial art, a martial artist called Kevin Harper, and there are more in there as well. So I'm, I'm not going to give everybody justice, but it was then I threw it out, and David, I, I guess, I guess in a, from a footballing perspective, if, if I was to say I was a number six, so I'm, I'm receiving it deep from the the back half of the pitch, and what I do is distribute right. the information or the ball up to my centre forward into the top half of the pitch, and you know some of my some of the message, some of the details, some of the the passing wasn't wasn't accurate enough. And then I'd hit a, you know, I'd be laser guided and I'd hit him and it'd be a sweet spot. But, you know, you mentioned earlier, David, compliment, uh, Rob, to, men- uh, to, to compliment it. Dave, I'm blessed to have a son like I've got. David is, is my best friend. Uh, we speak every single day, even though he's been in the States eight and a half years, regardless of wherever he's at. You know, we don't drink, we don't smoke, uh, we speak, and it might not be a, it might just be a, a quick WhatsApp. So, what we'll do is, or what I did, is just give him information, and he just, he roll with it, and he his, his finishing skills have been world class. They've been outstanding. It's not, the book's been, on Amazon, uh, and there are other platforms with which it can be bought now, but. It's been a number one bestseller, Rob, for a mm-hmm. period of time, and I, I've checked today, uh, and it, it's number one again. And in the US, it, it's reached uh, number four and uh, Kindle version, and so it's doing all right. So, so David's finishing. All I've done is just allowed him the freedom. He's come back with some content information, and it's either been palmed back to him as it's not been, yep, not not quite happy with it, and he spent. Countless hours in Star Starbucks as we both did, but you know, morning till night, you know, those uh, putting the putting the miles in, and you know, I I come back to the, you, you, one of your original questions to David, and you know, the difference between playing and performing, you know, playing and to what he's doing now, and I, I just think those inbuilt skills that have been integrated from taking you know, taking setbacks, and I'll, I've allowed him to yeah. build the muscle, his coping skills, and build this strong muscle to to cope and to crack on and get business done. Uh, and it, it just so happens is he's done that and done that with a, you know, with a, an outstanding uh, ability to to put words together. Uh, and so, really, that's how it came about. I, I know I. I'd actually had this book in my head, but didn't couldn't really assemble it, couldn't build it. Knew the path, and I knew that when it came out, that it would be right because I know the pair of us. You know, it's not going to get past the gatekeeper, and I've just allowed him to, you know, look, be creative, do what you need, and he's, you know, I'm not being humble about it. Without him, it would not. We would not be talking about this book now, and. It's a unique book. It, it is about connection. It's about, you know, the the ability to, to 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 take people on this, you know, on a relationship with us, and we're having a dance. That's all it is. And there are strategies, and there are, 
that are very, very fundamental in in how we how we how we go about our daily life mm. as a coach or even as a person. So the the questions that we pose to every one of the people that are in the book that got interviewed, Rob, were were pretty much exactly the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly the same question so we've got a consistency and then all we're doing through these field experts is collating and then uh, dissecting exactly what was meant from them and then put it into written form and as it turns out uh, we're excited about what it brings to our lives because we're you know we've got a podcast we're going to be setting up podcast golders podcast within the next couple of weeks We've got uh, mentoring, so goldusmentoring.com, all one word. We don't know where it's going to go. I'm, I'm generally like, I'm a person that likes to know where I'm going. Yeah. And this, this exercise, this experience, that's just taken us, yeah. you know, it's taken us places. And, you know, to be privileged and honoured to be on this podcast with you now uh, is opening up a different arena. And I, I used to think coaching was about ball, bib, comb, players. Ah, it, it's it's unprecedented, you know, the technology and the communication field. This is helping us to develop other areas of our life to find out more mm. about possible things that we've missed. We haven't, we don't know about, and yeah. it's just enriching. It's a wonderful experience, yeah. and I couldn't have anybody better. I, I would not have anybody by my side than having my son. My son. I'll be from my family, very, very near and dear. I've got my daughter who's in, who represents the royal, you know, she's in our armed forces. Uh, my wife and I, I couldn't, this is it. I'm a, I, and I've got a little West Island Terrier dog, Jackie boy, who's, I just, yeah, I'm in a good place. We're in a good place and we're fortunate. No, it's lovely, Keith. It's lovely. Um, and I've, lucky enough, to, I've got no doubt, obviously, because, you know, it's just runs through you, um, Keith. Um, do you think, do you think the book represents your relationship in any way? Uh, yeah, it makes life makes life very easy. It's a slick. It's we live in honesty. We, you know, there's there's, a, there's no fluffing about. I think the you know the. Uh, the, the opportunity for us to, and that's it, it, David. Aside from being a soccer coach, a football coach, he's a, he's turning out to be an exceptionally good businessman as well. So I just think, as my my upbringing and uh, my values and core beliefs of being a, you know, just being honest, being on time. And, and being hard working when the when something needs doing it gets done if it's in front and to do things rob with where you you're treating people with you know when i say honor you're treating them with respect regardless of where they come from yeah we're going to treat people with respect and if we go within the intention if we go in with the intention to get something from them then I, I believe that's the wrong – it's the yeah. wrong order. We've got to go in with the intention to want to help, yeah. to give something first. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit here and talk and say, well, you know, I've lived that all my life. I'm, I'll be telling lies. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here. And, but I certainly am in a different position now to when I first started coaching 37 years ago. Of course. And, you know, my, I think it's – we've got honour and we want to be treating, treating people – 
equal regardless of where they come from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Regardless of of their, their education, yeah. we need to be treating people on an honest, fair plane where, you know, we start off with that. And if we start with that, then I think we've got a chance. If we go in there, we wanted to fix something, then who's to say what people need, players need, sports people, athletes need fixing? They don't. It's, no. That's where the, the book goes into that. It goes yeah. into some of those you know, some of those fundamental strategies that are, you know, the baseline and they're very simple. The simplicity of life is, that's the genius of it yeah, all. No, it is that, Keith. It does, <laughs> does give you that and it's it, it's lovely and refreshing. It's actually a, a feel-good read as well, which um, sometimes can't say you to get that out of coaching manuals, to be honest. Um, you get the detail, but you don't always get that feel-good and your book has got, has got that, which is blimey. That, that is something to be said for it because it's effective as well. Um, mm. So just, well, I'm, I tell you what, I'm interested, David. Um, I'm interested to um, hear about your, your next steps. Um, you've got so perhaps if you want to just talk a little bit about the Gold Dust podcast or and your mentoring because um, you know this is a time of what like we've said unprecedented opportunity, and many people are looking at expanding that kind of that world of theirs. Um, it's certainly true for myself. Um, I think I think we're almost forced to think a little bit further because of this. It's making us do things. It's almost like you know Ryan Holiday and the Stoic philosophy said sometimes you know you need to live life sometimes like you've got a gun to your head because sometimes when when you are forced to do things you do them. And uh, but no, I'm interested to know about your podcast, what your thoughts are with that and plans and, and your mentoring because um, you know you two guys here with blimey bucket loads to offer so um where are you going with that um david yeah the uh so the podcast uh, we we've been talking we've been talking about it for a, a few weeks and i think it was it well it was last week it was just a it was a nice conversation and it was just it's happening the we need to um we feel like that the book the, the book itself has has brought a lot of value to people and yeah because of that, we felt on the back of that that value and the success that it's brought to, to other people that if we started a podcast, it would it would further enhance that. And um, it was yeah, it was last week we just said you know it's happening podcast we're we're doing it and um, we're we're currently just collaborating and getting the ideas really? together. But I I think probably within the next week to two weeks oh. um, we'll be having at least something something down hopefully within two weeks there'll be there'll be something really? out uh, really? but i we're both we're both new to to the podcast world um just as we were to to write in a book i think that the, the whole process of writing i'd, I'd never wrote a book i'd never hey, done all right there so yeah <laughs> i think it's gone okay but even even the book cover you know we the whole thing from start to finish um, we did ourselves. I mean, the, I, we I sourced someone to to make everything and obviously put it on Amazon. So I look at that as a that that was something I look at, at, at what we did with the book is if we can do that and put together something like that 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 we both believe adds tremendous amount of value to coaches um, and also I think also to people outside of the coaching world. If we can do that, then yeah. We can. We're more than capable of of having a podcast that can be a success Absolutely. in regards to what it brings to people's lives. 
Absolutely. Um, so yeah. that's the podcast. That'll be, like I said, that's upcoming. And then the, the mentoring stuff. Um, I mean, my, my dad's been, the amount of people he's mentored. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, I think people, it just goes under the radar. Um, besides, so he, he mentored people and no one else will know about it because they don't need to. Um, but the the amount of value he's brought to people's lives, and we're talking from from grassroots coaches to now pro licensed coaches, we're talking professional athletes, we're talking international athletes, different sports, business arena, and um, I, I'd say to be honest that my dad's never been a person that will um, push his own profile, so to speak. No, he just gets on with it, doesn't he? Just gets on with it, and I think even though it's a great quality, I think that the, the detriment to that is that he that he's not able to provide it out to more people than than, than he already does because what he's obviously offered already and what he's provided people has been incredible. Um, so we set up the website on the back of the book where we we feel that there the can be a mentoring program around it that that will help and will add value based on the qualities that are, that are possessed within the book. So the, there's a lot coming. I have no doubt that there'll be another book coming at some point too. Um, Brilliant. And like I said, obviously with what we've done with writing this book, if, if anything was to show that you can complete and do anything that you set your mind to, this was it. And we, we spent countless hours doing it. We were in Starbucks. I mean, Starbucks, I'm giving Starbucks a shout out because I'd like a gift card. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get one, but but I, that was my getaway. And it's it's this isolation bit now that I almost feel like I'm in that that place again where I I can get my head down and make things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And um, Keith, you're you're obviously you've got David said probably put it into perspective there about your mentorship programs and your and your podcast and is anything you want to your thoughts on that Keith from this side yeah I think David's pretty much nailed it to be fair Robert in addition to everything that you know all I've ever done I didn't think about it 37 years ago when I was doing I started coaching but when I did my air license and now the well, it was called the full badge back then, wasn't it? But uh, now, now the conversion of the the air license, uh, I used to think it was coaching was was literally about you know groups, and it's only my you know the last it's over a decade now of the game isn't about that, and you know I, I work in the business field as well. So, you know, working in the corporate arena, working with senior exec managers and and so from senior exec down to people, you know, mm. the, the people that are doing the, the massive jobs in terms of just the, the janitor or the cleaner or the, the receptionist, they're all massively important, which really links to what coaching is about. It's about team stuff, isn't it? You know, Absolutely. You, there's links from and we're dovetailing in and you'll, you know, we're transferring information from one place to another, but each and every one of those links are bespoke. And, uh, if we don't get that quite right, we don't get the link right. Then, then there's a, a deficiency in the system, in the work, in the network, in mm. the business. Mm. So, you know, the, the mentoring program, 
will be, and we're excited about it, uh, will be bespoke. And it can be done remotely because of the distances mm. nowadays. And, and, and this platform helps that, in actual fact, enhances and helps us to refine, you know, those, uh, those skills that I used to think you had to have a face-to-face, which is great, isn't it? Uh, emails, I think we get lost in because they can get lost in the translation and the interpretation of a word. But when you're actually face-to-face, of which we are currently, there's no hiding places. And you're getting into the you – know, I, I think it'll be unprecedented what will be required in the, in the not-so-distant future where people will be going back to work and their employer will be expected to be full tilt right from the get-go. And they've got to be mindful that we've had their employee, employees have been off work yeah. for a period of time and that the mindset will be different so that – you know the mindfulness and and having a having a, a a true perspective of what's going on of reality is is going to be there's going to be a, you know I think it's going to be a busy period of time for us and so uh, you know the cross fertilization of skill sets that we have each and every one of us have uh, are, are going to be are going to be used and tapped into so. The mentoring programs out there, Rob, which we're, we're, we're looking forward to. And there's a coach educational program as well. And speaking, public speaking, of which I've got David on the line. I could sit here and listen to him all day long mm. because he's, uh, he's got a message. He's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a very bright young man that, you know, I, 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 I learn every single day something from him. That's a great thing to say. So there, mm. so there I am. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm twice his age, and I'm learning from my son because of the things that he's pioneering and driving forward. Not just in football, he's, you know, he's got a very successful business. In addition to what he's doing, he's multi-skilling. He's multi-skilling. He's outstanding. I think the art of good leaders, Rob, who are very, very good at they just they give you the license to to do what you need to do, but give you give you support. Yeah, yeah. They'll stretch you and they'll support you. And and what good leaders will do is they'll get lots of information in front of them, but they're very quick at dissecting what the key messages yeah. are and they kick on with it. They don't dwell on the small bits. And he's good at that. He's, he's very very good at that. He's extremely talented and. You know, he, David's got mentors in his life, which are outside of sport. Yeah, they are very good, very very successful businessmen in their own right and of varied ages. And I implore everybody that's out there to to search, seek, and uh, ask and ask out for. Mm someone that can help them and you know it's going to be a it's going to be a sticky pick you know it's going to be muddy it's going to be sticky it's going to be you know it's going to be dark it's not going to be you know flower in the mouth stuff going forward i just think we're in this we're in this settling down period where it's just you know the 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 tide's gone out and all we see is just on the landscape and on the horizon we just see sand it's there's nothing there at the moment when the tide comes back, it'll yeah. be very, very different, and we've got to be—we've got to be forward thinking, forward planning, 
and succession planning and being being ahead of the game because it all yeah. these things that we're thinking about is going to happen will ha- they will happen we know we're going to be job yeah. losses and so we're going to let's do some planning yeah. with it so hence you know the veteran yeah. we teed it up before the uh, the you know the, the this particular situation that we're going through so no, yeah. so it's about it's a good it's so it sounds like if it's um it's the right time to uh, to get it out there to um, allow people to um, take advantage of that with the, with the situation. And um, I think you've said a couple of things there, which we've talked about before on leader manager coach, and that is the absolute value of. And perhaps David, you can just talk about this in your life a little bit. The absolute value of looking outside your own niche for mm-hmm. knowledge, inspiration, wisdom. Um, it's something that. Maybe I fell into, I don't know, but I, I totally and utterly, from a theory and a practical point of view, totally buy into. Um, I can't begin to tell you, you know, what, yes, we all need subject-specific knowledge if we're a football coach, you know, and the better we are at that, the more we understand it, the deeper we can go into our subject, the better we are as a, as a professional. We can always draw on that. But there's a lot of evidence now, isn't there, that, the most effective individuals not only have got this depth of knowledge about their subject, they've actually got a broad perspective and can and can take into consideration many many things that will not just will not come from from being isolated in your own network of people. You have to get outside that and expose yourself to or to other things, which it sounds like, David, you're already doing and you've been doing for a while. Yeah, that's been going on for me um, for probably two and a half to three years. I, even growing up, I've always been involved in and always had an interest in business. Um, I mean, I would, I was the kid, I was the kid growing up that I'm sure, I'm sure most of the listening will have seen that kid that goes around knocking on everyone's door asking if they can clean the car, and yeah. and then I'd have my sister with me and I'd pay her. I'd pay her to help and I'd be growing flowers and selling them around the street in the summers. And so, and that was while I was playing. So I, I was, I was young. Um, I was playing in the academy system, but I, I always had an inkling and, and an interest in business. Um, and, and that went through even when I was playing full time. Uh, Rob, can I interrupt you? I'm going to interrupt you, David, here, because we, we, let's go for, so do, do you mind, Rob? No. Right, I'm going to share a little story, which is is missed here. So, uh, David, his first year in high school, right? He came over. He, I was sat upstairs in my office, and he came up and he he said, "I'm going to do a, I want to do a soccer school." And I, right, okay. And I didn't pay any attention. I said, "Well, I don't want to do it for the primary school." So he got in high school. He's going to doing something for the primary school. It's Easter, and. Uh, Anyway, story short, I said, well, it'll go away and then come back and come back with a programme and then the costings, and he did do. No, no, he's serious. <laughs> so I said, how much are you going to charge? And I'll never forget, I nearly fell off my chair. He said, three days, you're going to charge him £80 per, per kid per day. So I all right, well, okay. well, you better go back to the drawing board and sharp your pencil some because you're not going to get 80 quid per person per day. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he came back and he, he charged them 10 quid, 30 quid. And, 
you know, he was going to coach you. Uh, Love it. Right. I knew that was coming, kids. I knew it. <laughs> right, yeah. Top right, man. so I get it. I was waiting said, for that. I said, who's going to do all the admin? My mum. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I'll, well no, so, so this was the kick. I said, Luke, that's fine. He was outsourcing at 11 years of age then, was he? He was 12. Yeah. He was outsourcing 12, at 12 yeah. years of age. Yeah, I mean, he got he got done in school for selling chocolates. and uh, It's called and leverage, he, isn't it, David? Yeah, well, that's that's the I I actually did it in school. I had the school. I ended up being deputy boy, but prior to they actually threatened to expel me because Jamie Oliver brought in his school dinners, uh, and at that point, there's no tuck shop and no cans. Yeah, and yeah. No. So what I did, and I was good in school. Uh, I actually didn't take school books. I took chocolates and cans, and uh, I took two bags. I took two bags of them, and I got. I didn't get caught um, per se. It was that someone that was drinking one of my cans got caught and it got directed. There was, I mean, there was, there was a bit of snitching going on, but it, it got directed back to me. Um, yeah, yeah. And they walked in the class and can I have a look in your bag? And luckily, luckily I only had a couple of chocolate bars left because we ended the day. So, yeah. So that was a little bit of a challenge in your entrepreneurial journey, David, yeah? It was. It was. Um, so, and I, like my dad mentioned, we'd the, we had the camp, um, which I'd set up. But that's, it, I've always had an interest in it, and I, and I think there's huge value in it. Um, even now, I mean, I, when people ask what I do, um, I'm a coach. I, I, I coach first, or I, I like to use the term teach. You teach. Um, because yeah. I think, I think as, effective coaches we are teachers yeah. um so that's what i do that's my job um when anyone, anyone asks that's what I, I i say to them and uh, i would do it as a hobby because i enjoy it so much i'm just in a fortunate position where it is a job for me as well um but i have with with the business that i have i deal with people different people on a daily basis and I think the the crossover between pretty much everything that you do is that you're dealing with people. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm I'm learning to deal with people in different fields, um, it it I feel that it stands me in good stead when it when it comes to decision time, when it comes to uh, when it comes to dealing with people that you may not have come across before. Um, and I think it's I think it's very important. Even and it's not to say that you have to have a business and be a coach. Um, but I think having a hobby or having something outside of the sport mm. that is of interest that you can learn from, that you can take from. And, and my mentors, I have obviously my dad, um, is, is the biggest one, but I have mentors in, in different fields. Um, one of them is a coach. He, he, he actually, he was an ex player, um, but he actually also, he has a successful business and owns a club now. And he's a, a, a really close family friend, but a mentor as well to me. I speak to him quite regular, a um, guy called Mark McCain. Um, and then I, the, the two other mentors I have, uh, one of them who I actually asked him, it was only about a month, month and a half ago, I actually asked him if he'd, if he'd mentor me. And he's been very successful in, in, a, in the business fields. Um, and I, I think pulling knowledge from other people is vastly important. I think being able to, to lean on people because you don't know everything. And 
it's important that you go to people that may be in the know and, and also to outsource. Absolutely. I just think it's very, very important. And that's why when you look at, uh, at football, when you look at the game, um, the manager doesn't do the physio's work or the manager shouldn't do the physio's work because the manager's not qualified to do the physio's work. That's what the physio does. And the, there are people with different qualities within within teams and that's what they're there for. They're there Absolutely. to bring their own unique quality. And, and I think that's... I think it's really important to remember that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and in addition, there is, a, you know, I think in adversity and challenge, Rob, there's great, massive lessons from it. And I've always said to both my children is anything that doesn't go your way and you're finding that you're with somebody that's a little sticky, uh, not quite aligned, it doesn't mean they're wrong, uh, neither does it mean they're right. It just means we've got to do what's necessary to make it function. And the it's actually, you know, all those lessons, it's, tr- it's finding out how not to treat people. Those are the lessons. Mm. And I've always said to David and Catherine, my daughter, where, you know, you, everything that's going on, and there's been many, many opportunities, many experiences that David shared and you know, my daughter and, you know, it's not, it's not what we like. You know, people are not treating them. They're treating others with disrespect I think that's great because what we're doing is you're finding at that point when you get in a position of of, of a similar ilk uh, or you're in a similar situation with other people in your life as we as we you know as we get older then you're finding out you're finding out how not to treat people mm. you're finding out how not to yeah. do it that way yeah, you can so, always learn from it, Keith. I, I say if it's general uh, yeah. cleanliness and being able to, oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. everything's and a learning experience if we're you know, our mindsets. Uh, we, 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 yeah. So, sure, sure. Yeah, so you know, with David's David's experiences, uh, you know, they're helping me along and. You know, there's a, there's a numberness around it. I don't think there's any they get shot down or be put in the place. Both of the children, and if if they were you know weren't doing things right, I think the great quality of a good leader or a good manager or a good educator or a good coach, Rob, is is the ability to ask questions. Yeah, and when we can ask those questions openly and then you know be readily available for what response we're going to get we don't have to agree but what we do is we we decipher what's come what comes away and then you know we're uh, we're good to go with it yeah uh, absolutely. so absolutely yeah it's a it's it's wonderful yeah, yeah. it's great guys um, is wonderful yeah well i'd like to we've covered up some absolutely fantastic stuff we've we've a i'm absolutely chuffed to pieces that I've got both of you on the podcast uh, means a lot to me to, to get both of you because it's a rare relationship and it's a beautiful relationship. If I can use that term, some people may, might think, well, you know, that's not appropriate for a football co- podcast, but any father who talks to his son and son who talks to his father and co-creates like you two, as far as I'm concerned, it's um, it's worth celebrating. So that's number one. Number two is I found out about how, Keith, you've got a book a book out there and it's number one and you've done nothing yourself it's all David I found that out <laughs> I'm only kidding and um, so, so uh, I'm, I'm pleased about that that's fab um, I, I'm, um, 
<laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm loving the fact that you're, you know, David's dragging you into the 21st century, Keith, and he's met, just like me. You know, old dinosaurs are in the 50s um, are learning about computers and podcasts. And, you know, uh, if I can do a podcast, Keith, you can do it with standing on your head, pal. Don't, 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 no, no doubt about that. So I'm looking forward to, um, to that. Um, and, um, you know, blimey, the opportunity for people to access you guys in a mentoring capacity, you know, that's great to, um, to see that being made available as well. You know, and we've talked about, David, your absolute belief and practical belief in mentorships outside football and, 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 and business acumen and, and, and having something to draw on above and beyond the game. Um, because I do think that, you know, people who, who are unidirectional, it's times like this when this adversity comes along that, that really probably might struggle more than most and will need more help than, than, than people who've already kind of made made inroads so we've covered absolutely loads um i think it's been fab is there anything just to wrap up guys that um you want to you want to touch on um whether that's coaching or life or just to kind of give it a, a final a final yeah I, look the, the the one thing i would like to i'm sure david will he'll, he'll have something to say as well uh but the our book uh I know it's dedicated to, I'd, I'd certainly like to give a share of that if I may. Uh, the book, Goldust, How to Become a More Effective Coach, quickly uh, is dedicated to a gentleman that you and I know, knew very, very well, Rob, called Dick Bait. And Dick was, you know, he, he's just mentioned his name, you just <laughs> Fills yeah. you with confidence and a, a gentleman that had so much guile, style. You know, he was just what a maverick, what a what a person in in in, in Dick. So that so the book's dedicated to Dick Bate, and ten percent of the profit of the proceeds from the book go to the Giles Trust, which is the brain tumor fund that looked after Dick. Yeah. Uh, you know, in his latter latter days of life. So the book can be bought in two forms currently, in, in Kindle form and paperback. Yeah. There is a – we're thinking about doing it in an audio as well. And, uh, you know, David will share with you how you can get the book. And then, you know, he'll also share um, – I'm sure, I'm sure he, he will share, you know, about Goldust, the actual site, and how, per, how, the, how people that are listening can get hold of us. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah, the, the book itself, so the book is available, like my dad mentioned, it's available on Amazon. Um, we have actually, uh, we, we published it directly on Amazon, but there's been a lot of um, different websites and, and companies now that are buying in bulk from Amazon and, and selling it on their platform too. But I would suggest probably the best place to buy it, um, the, it is on Amazon. Um, and then the website, like my dad mentioned, is it's golddustmentoring.com. So we're accessible on there and and also Twitter. Um, I think my, mine is DJ Mayor 3 and my dad's is, is Keith Mayor 5. And then obviously the, the, podcast, the podcast Twitter handle, I think it's called, uh, which got created the other day, is Gold Dust Podcast. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, we're, we're really excited about where the journey's going and I think um, for 
for my dad, it's I think it's about time, honestly, that he that he got the recognition for the things that he's done for other people. Absolutely, um, he's never he never taken credit for that, and and, and never would. Um, but the things that he's that he's brought to other people's lives, I know I don't think he's ever truly had the credit for that. And I think this is this is now the time where he he deserves it, and and he's going to get it. And I think that's rightly so. Brilliant. No, it's fantastic. And it's uh, a feel-good feeling for me, guys, to be able to share that because I, I can echo what you say about your dad, David. Um, I'm only getting to know you really from a, a fairly recent standpoint, mm. but the more I know about you, the more I think, wow, you know, just to chip off the old block with, 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 with a bit more added on top as well, pal. So um, I can't say anything more than that. I'm real excited for you about Goldust. Um, I know the book's a massive hit. I've spoke to numerous people about it who've mentioned it to me and said, do you know him? I just chuckle and say, no. <laughs> I don't do that. I just say, yeah, dude, he's, all right. he's not bad, is he? <laughs> and honestly, genuinely, genuinely, it's it's great. To, I feel privileged to know you because it's been such a, it's been accepted so well. And um, I think it's great. And I'm really, really pleased that from that and with that, you've got these other things coming on board, the mentoring and the podcast. And um, like you say, Keith, um, we're all flying blind in this. We don't quite know where it's going, but um, mm -hmm. I'm sure if we hold hands um, and uh, support each other, we'll um, we'll all get there. So, um, guys, it's been great to chat. Um, Everybody, go, folks, you know where to get hold of them. Um, Keith and David, um, they're giving the Twitter handles out. Um, I'll make sure that... Um, any information guys you want's available for people on the on the show notes for the podcast as well and um you know if they want to get hold of you and find out more about your services so keith and david thank you very much and um yeah well uh, we'll see you both at the far poster yeah, yeah, fantastic. Thanks. All right. thanks, thanks. rob you've been a super host man thanks again <laughs> <laughs>